How you doing, folks? Ron Raymond here from the Raymond Report for a football-friendly Friday. It is September 16th. Hope you have yourself a good start to your friendly Friday. As always, don't forget to subscribe to our channel by tapping that notification bell in the top right-hand corner or hit the subscribe button below this video if you are using a mobile device. Today's podcast is brought to you by bullpenpicks.com. Sign up today and follow the top pickers each and every day right here at bullpenpicks.com. You can see the most followed right now. There's Magnums, Art 55, and Ron Raymond, yours truly. And you can get all my baseball picks each and every day right here at bullpenpicks.com. In fact, I'm hitting about 57%, and I pick every game on the board right here at bullpenpicks.com. Also, week number two in the NFL is underway, and if you haven't signed up yet, sign up. You still have a chance to win a weekly prize each and every week in the NFL by going to the World Series of Handicapping Pro Football Contest at worldseriesofhandicapping.com. And the way this contest works is you make seven picks each and every week and you rate those picks seven units to one unit seven being your strongest and the player with the most amount of units at the end of the season will win the beautiful baron championship ring and if you go seven and oh during the contest any week you will win a free one-year membership of at atsstats.com courtesy of the world series of handicapping.com a website all right good morning good afternoon and good night wherever you are my name is ron raymond i'm a five-time sports handicapping champion based out of ottawa ontario canada it's a beautiful day here in the nation's capital a little nippy it's about 18 degrees but uh, we can handle it up here in september and hopefully it's uh, beautiful and raining w's wherever you're at and uh, had a good night last night. In fact, I had the Kansas City Chiefs on the money line. Remember I said yesterday, guys, you know, if you follow the Rain Report and you follow the golden rules, I don't lay points. I'll take the money line. Last night is a classic, classic example on uh, spending a little bit more money so you don't sweat out those uh, backdoor covers, right? Those are tough. Those are tough. You know, if you had, uh, if you had the Chargers, congrats. But uh, that was a, a tough, a tough go uh, if you did have the Chiefs last night. But if you had the money line, you're smiling like a butcher's dog this morning because uh, you got that big W. And speaking of W, winning, you can see right there our motto, thanks to Gloria K. Teach, win, repeat, and that's going to be the new motto here of the, the website. Hey, the, uh, the motto of this uh, show is to teach the new uh, sports better how to win, and then we'll just repeat the, uh, the process, and hopefully we keep uh, winning you money on a consistent basis. All right. Uh, I'm going to say good morning now to the bullpen. I see people coming in. I see uh, Johnny Peresco is not a big Nature Boy fan these days. Hey. 
Okay. Uh, Nature Boy was canceled uh, by YouTube for copyright infringement. Uh, Ric Flair has been doing Astro Viagra. Time must be tough. Yeah. Uh, hey, you know what? Uh, that's his. I, I don't get it, but uh, it's, uh, you know, you just go on Google, type in the, the Nature Boy. It's all over the place, right? Isaiah Moore is in the house. Good morning uh, from Minnesota. Isaiah, there's Brent Vienni. Good morning, Brent. JMS. Yeah. Woo. Hey, there's a. There's, there's one for you, James. Hey, hopefully uh, YouTube doesn't take that away or Ric Flair comes and takes our woo away. I don't want to say woo and get more canceled by YouTube, says John. And uh, good morning, Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson's in the house. Hey, Bo, our, our Blue Jays got uh, thumped pretty good yesterday by the uh, the cash man. Hey, Kevin Cash and company uh, on the... Um, uh, on the Roberto Clemente day, they started uh, every player from Latin America to uh, honor Roberto Clemente. That was pretty cool. All right. Uh, hopefully you're having a good morning wherever you're at. We've got a good football Friday show lined up for you today. We're going to talk about college football, NFL football. I'm going to go through all the games, give you my thoughts on each game. And uh, hopefully uh, some fun facts at the end. And I do have some fun facts in college football and NFL. And if you want to get those fun facts, you can get it each and every day right here at ATSStats.com. In 2009, I wrote this book called Ron Raymond's Top 50 Sports Betting Secrets. And you can get that book by going to the website at ATSStats.com. In fact, I'm going to pull up that book right now and go to Tools. Go to 50 Greatest Sports Betting Secrets, and you can see that book is right there. And if you want to learn about the Rain Report Sports Betting Tip Sheets and all the uh, everything inside the book, you get 30 bonus tips. I wrote this book in 2009, and you know what? I think it's time to write a new book. I was thinking about that yesterday, cutting the grass. You know, I, I think I do my best thinking when I'm cutting the grass or sleeping. Eh? If you're a th you know, if you're a thinker, when is this the best time to do your thinking? Right, your your strategy is right right before going to bed. You know, you hit the head in the pillow and you start thinking business if you're like me and if you're hey hopefully you're normal and you don't do that but uh, yeah or cutting the grass hey when you're cutting the grass you're thinking about business but uh, yeah i got problems <laughs> anyways um yeah ron raymond's top 50 sports betting uh, secrets but uh, I'm, I'm gonna write a new book i'm gonna write a new book i think i'll do it next summer you know summer is the best time to be writing that's when uh, uh less going and you get le less of a uh, what is a writer's block they call it a thinker's block but uh, i got so i got a lot of good ideas and i want to put on paper to pen and um, put it in a new book so i think next year i'm going to come out with a new book and uh, i'll come out uh, well hopefully next fall right all right that is the uh, the book i wrote in 2009 and again if you are new to the rem report and you want to learn about the golden rules of sports betting well we're going to talk about that right now but before we do uh, let's talk about the rem report sports betting tip sheet which uh, base fundamentals are around value percentage play performance cycles player availability and i use a very disciplined money management system you can find that uh, the not the book but the uh, the fundamentals of the rem report each and every day right here at atsstats.com you can see my mind racing already right i'm already i've already written chapter one in my head <laughs> hey i've already written uh, hey, but i know what you guys want i want winners yeah we'll give you some winners here on the rain report and that uh, jermaine brown it's a mains world hey speaking of sleeping i don't know if jermaine's getting any sleep these days but uh, good morning it's a mains world and uh hope you're having yourself a good start to your uh, morning and uh yeah so guys it's the uh, it's the roll call every time we uh, start the show this is where everybody comes in and tell me which soundbite you want me to put on i think that'll be a good feature eh? every morning you come in and uh give me your favorite soundbite and I'll, I'll play it for you guys so if you want to just chime in and say good morning good afternoon or good night wherever you're at just say hey good morning uh, bullpen and uh how about uh, give me give me a denny the goalie who owns the chiefs 
Joe, who owned the Chiefs? Owns. I don't know. Hey, some good slap shot. Uh, hey, being Canadian, it'd be a shame if I didn't have any slap shot reference, hey, being north of the border. All right, uh, in the show today, you're going to hear me talk about the A, B, and C type teams in the Ram Report. Those are teams that have a 60 or higher win percentage. That's what I label A type teams. B type teams are 50 to 59.9. And uh, the C-type teams, and uh, we never bet on a C-type teams, right, Denis? No, you don't do that. You don't do that. Oh, no, never, never. Never, never bet on C-type teams. Well, the odd time, right? Maybe the odd time, beer and pizza money. And those are teams with a 49.9 win percentage or lower. And uh, those what I call the C-type teams. Teams that are bullish, those are teams that are 3-0 in the uh, NFL, college football, CFL, and in Major League Baseball, NHL, and NBA. Teams that are bullish are 7-0, 6-1, 5-2 in their last seven games. Teams that are neutral in football, I call those teams 1-2, 2-1 in their last three games because from a market psychology point of view, between you and the bookmaker, um, it, it, this is it's like even footing for me. Um, neutral psychology in the, uh, in the uh, Major League Baseball, NHL, in NBA as you can see more volumes of games three and four four and three uh, in the last seven and teams that are bearish in the uh, NFL college football CFL teams that are 0 and three in their last uh, three games and 0 and seven one six two and five in their last seven those are teams that I call bearish in the uh, MLB NHL and NBA all right morning Ralph Nanzietta morning when does the NHL start NHL starts um, I think the um, there's some like little rookie training camps going on right now or tournaments I know in Buffalo there's the Habs the Leafs and the Sabres and uh, the Sens they got the you know little uh, rookies tournament going on I think that's this weekend but uh, yeah uh, the puck drops in about uh, what two weeks or something like that three weeks in the, the first week of October I think it's like October October 7th somewhere around that that area but yeah looking forward to uh some uh, nhl hockey especially in ottawa now that claude Giroux's here you got uh, the brinket you got cam talbot sorry uh <laughs> sorry isaiah we got your goalie over here now but uh yeah uh the, i'll tell you one thing though um the the, the city's a buzz with this uh, the new uh, acquisition of the players we got and uh, tickets are going quick here in ottawa so it looks like it's going to be a good fun team here and uh, we got to give the lease a run for their money right hey, you know how i feel about the lease right Bo, <laughs> I like the Blue Jays. The least, well, well, hey, the least. Well, I need Fraser Crane to uh, to help me out on that. All right, how about Cincinnati and Arizona yesterday? They got the Cardinals and Padres. Hey, welcome to September baseball. And you know the, the, that's a good point there. Solo is. Um, some of these C-type teams, like a lot of these players, you got to keep in mind, they're professionals, right? Even though they're not playing for the, the standings, they're playing for their contract. So yeah, you can't mail it in if you're a C-type team like Cincinnati and Arizona. If you're uh, if you're in the pros, uh, as they say, if you're in the show, you got to show up, right? Show up, step up, keep up. That's the uh, that's the motto that we always use in college fo- in football when we coach football. Well, whenever I'm coaching, right? I'm not coaching right now, but uh, you never know. Maybe back one day. All right, uh, let's get to the uh, Ten Commandments. And uh, man, I don't know, but I just got a bounce in my step today. Hey, eh? I don't know about you guys, but I feel like I got a bounce in my step. It just must be a Friday, eh? All right, speaking of the Ten Commandments, got to watch out for that lightning. I don't get struck by lightning there from the Ten Commandments. All right, thou shall not, and these are the uh, some of my golden rules of sports betting, and uh, avoid betting big money on C-type teams in the rain report. And as Denis would say, no, you don't do that. You don't do that. <laughs> oh no, never, 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 never lay points 
um, in sports, like last night, Kansas City. I'll pay the extra juice to get the, uh, as long as I'm, I'm really sure that I love that pick. Kansas City didn't look good, but I'll get to that in a minute. Bet the money line or take the points, and uh, that's one of my rules. Never bet double headers in, uh, in baseball. No, you don't do that. No, you don't do that. Follow a disciplined money management system. Never force a pick because you need action on a game. Never chase losing the bets on a bad day. Bet with your wallet, not your heart. No, you don't do that. You don't do that. Oh, no, never, never. Why not? Against the rules. Against the rules. You're trying to beat the number, not uh, you know, not uh, score points in your fantasy league. And that's a good one. That's that's one of my favorites ones. The, the thing is, uh, you know, like last night, you look at that Chargers-Chiefs game. Yeah, on the field, it's the Chargers and Chiefs. But off the field, it's my bank account against the bookmaker's bank account, right? And my number has got to be better than the bookmaker's number. And uh, that's why you're trying to beat the number. And you, it, even though the, there's players involved, there's teams involved, it plays a, a you know, a, a, no, I wouldn't say a small role. It plays a role into the, uh, the, the whole um, assemble of what you're trying to uh, establish, right? And that's beat the number and uh, just keep in mind. You're trying to beat the number and uh, we'll leave it at that. Never bet against A-type teams who are bullish at home. The 24-hour rule of betting, take a day off after a big win. Enjoy the win because you never know when you're going to get that next win. And rule number 10, never bet on a bearish uh, team, never bet on a team who's in a bearish cycle and uh, we know the rules there, right? No, you don't do that. You don't do that. Oh, no, never, never. Why not? Against the rules. Against the rules. You know, you're stupid when you do that. Well, I don't know if you're stupid there, Denis, but uh, against the rules. Ronald, I force a pick every day. I'm a degenerate, Elliot. Hey? What the hell is that? Yeah, what the hell is that there, Elliot? Hey, come on. Don't you, you, Elliot, you watch the show every day. Aren't you, like, bought in yet? Hey? Oh, man. See, now we're we're going back to step one here with Elliot. Hey? We're going to have to do a one-on-one after the show and call Elliot and and give him the ABCs. Yeah, these are the ABCs of me, and man, it is a football-friendly Friday, and it's TJIF, as Elliot says, and uh, hopefully you guys are fired up and uh, ready to uh, to talk some football today. Watching that game last night, um, you know, there, there's an old saying in sports, right? Sometimes, you, you know, you can lose a game, and that's what happened to the Chargers last night. The, the Chiefs didn't win a game. They lost a game, and, and or uh, the, uh, you know, they, they won the game, but they, they really should have lost that game because the Chargers actually gave them that game. When you look at that football game, it came down to two plays, right? It came down to that, uh, if that interception, which uh, which was an interception in the was the third or fourth quarter, and, and the, uh, the Chargers hit the ground, that could have been another turning point because right after that, the uh, the Chiefs scored, and then uh, th- that interception, right? The interception in the end zone by Watson taking it to the house. Hey, he rocked the house on a uh, on a six on a pick six. Man, that beautiful play, beautiful play by the uh, Kansas City. And uh, was it Everett who wanted off? And he just like he pointed to the bench like, hey, get my replacement in here for one down, one one series or one one play so I can get a breather. And sure enough, um, and the thing is that. Um, uh, what do you call it, Herbert? Man, come on! Any coach knows that he, every coach should have pulled that that guy off the field last night. When when you saw when he ran and for two yards he couldn't and he just threw it away. And when you see quarterbacks like gripping to their chest like that and like they're you know they're just and he didn't want to get hit. I don't blame him. But th- let's be honest. They should have pulled him out of the game last night. That could have been a dangerous, dangerous situation. Could have punctured the lung. Very uh, irresponsible by by Brandon State. As a coach, I was furious. I was a furious, uh, and I was like, "What are you waiting for? Like, get him out. Put Chase Daniels in. Why are you risking your season 
for uh, you know the, the the second game of the year and, and it's just anyway that's just me i was furious about that because as a coach you're always in the best interest of the players um and that to me wasn't his best interest right anyways hey i don't want to ruin a good football friday with that but uh, justin herbert's pick six was the only one this century to occur in the red zone in the fourth quarter of a tie game wow that's a uh, good morning coach mitchell watson good morning and uh, yeah so looking at last night um if i'm at the in the first quarter, uh, the, in the first half of the the, the uh, Kansas City Chiefs, that defense looked um, looked vulnerable a bit, right? And yeah, you, you you're playing those A type teams like the Chargers. What are you going to happen when you start playing like the the uh, the Bills and you start playing the uh, you know hopefully the Packers up, um, <laughs> start playing a little bit better? Uh, you know the Bucks. When you start playing those really good A type teams, you know you're going to have to find a way to be more dominant. And I just thought the Chiefs last night um, they got exposed a bit on on third down you know they didn't convert a lot of third downs and i, I thought that um, i thought they did a good job and i thought bill bill belichick a couple of years ago showed the blueprint on really how to uh, contain uh, patrick Mahomes in the pocket not let him because when is Mahomes real dangerous when he's elusive right when he's out of the pocket you know you saw it there when he just did that nice little flip touchdown pass there um that was it the hardman i think uh, but if you keep patrick Mahomes in the pocket uh, that's where i think you you you, um, you have a better chance of winning right so um i thought they did a pretty good job overall but uh <laughs> players are gonna make plays hey mahomes gonna make his plays but uh, that was a good football game last night all right let's uh get on the, you know, spend 20 minutes on the artificial turf here for some all right prime time 99 he did throw a dart after that for a touchdown but yeah wait uh, he was way too hard uh yeah you know what that's adrenaline anybody who's coached played football um know that you can go on adrenaline any like, we've all been there right when we were younger and and you know especially i've seen a lot in coaching is you see players they're they're you know i've seen guys with acls busted and then you know they give you two more plays and then they say oh, i can't go then you find out they're you know they're going for surgery uh, adrenaline is a is a magic thing man adrenaline just keeps people going until the adrenaline wears off and then uh, and then the doctor feel good uh, <laughs> some of these guys go in the room then they come back after seeing dr feel good right but uh yeah that was a uh that was a good game that was a man first two weeks of football so far well week one and last night some really good football games and uh let's uh let's talk about some of the uh the other stuff going on today but before we do we always go pay our respect to the uh you know what the horse racing industry One minute to post time. In fact, I forgot to put in the. Uh, all right, we'll go. Uh, all right, let him out. All right, they're off and running today at Churchill Downs. And folks, you can get the uh, rain report tip sheet for horse racing right here at the website teach win repeat that's what we do each and every day and uh, as you can see right here you can get the entire tip sheet for churchill downs by going to atsstats.com it's a fifty thousand dollar maiden claiming race in race number one it's a 1245 post time you got the six horse doozy bats with ej zayas in the saddle the number one horse time for cupid with santana jr taking the ride on the number one horse time for cupid five to two morning line and the five horse cami cat with corrales in the saddle Kamikat is a 12 to 1 morning line. And if you want to play our Joker's Wild selection, it's a Love of My Life. Shemino taking the ride here on the number two horse, Love of My Life, 12 to 1 morning line. But you know what? 
I'm going to go with the favorite here. I'm going to go with Doozy Bots with Zayas. I think it's Edgar Zayas in uh, the uh, the saddle here for the six horse. Uh, Doozy Bots, seven to five morning line on Doozy Bots. And if you're going to uh, bet Doozy Bots today in race number one at Churchill Downs, what I recommend you do is uh, what I call the double dutch betting system and uh, teach, win, repeat. That's what we're doing right now. We're teaching you a new system on how to bet on horses. It's uh, you take the, say you got a $20 budget, put 10 to win, 10 to place on the number six horse, Doozy Bots. If he comes in first, you get paid twice. He comes in second, you get paid once, which is also nice. And that is called the the uh, Double Dutch Betting System, courtesy of uh, yours truly, Ron Raymond, here at uh, ATSStats.com. All right. Uh, yeah, it should be a good week of ponies. If you like betting the ponies, it's a nice time of year, right? It's getting a little cool, though. You might need a sweatshirt. But uh, it's always fun to go to the track and see the ponies when they uh, reach that three-quarter pole. Hey, right down the wire and down the stretch they come. There's nothing better than that. All right, uh, let me see here. What well, we got? Grey Cup in November 20th, says Ralph Nunzietta. Yeah. Um, you know what? I'm liking Calgary. I think Calgary is the play here. I have been saying that for about a month uh, when they were like uh, plus 800. I think Calgary is uh, where you want to lean this year in the Grey Cup. Uh, Joker's wild pick is in for me, says Elliot. And uh, yeah, so uh, Justin Herbert pick sick was the only one of the, yeah, we talked about that. Again, don't forget, you can tune into the Rain Report each and every day right here, Monday to Friday. And uh, we kick off at 1030 Eastern. And if you want to uh, chime in and uh, wherever you are in the world, hey, good morning, good afternoon, or good night. And just uh, tell us, uh, say good morning. And uh, if you want a, uh, a sound bite, I'll give you a sound bite. And uh, one of my favorite sound bites is, uh, is, <laughs> is about our formula, right, Mike? Our formula is this. We go out, we hit people in the mouth. <laughs> yeah, we go out there, we hit people in the mouth, eh? Don't you love football? And there's Mark Nations. Happy, friendly Friday, everyone. Let's cash all weekend. And, yeah, let's go get that cash, right? Straight cash, homie. Let's go get that straight cash. All right, uh, let me see here. What do we got on deck? We got the SBI, the Sports Betting Index, and this is my Dow Jones Industrials. And uh, what you want to do is check this each and every day to see what is uh, coming in. And you can see right now in Major League Baseball, yesterday, 4-4, four and four, even Steven. Hey, good old Seinfeld episode right there. Lose a dollar, find a dollar. And 56.1% uh, of the favorites have cashed in the last seven days. You haven't seen this all season. Neutral market right now in Major League Baseball because uh, the C-type teams are playing hard. That's the... That's what it boils down to. C-type teams are playing hard for their contracts, right? As much as you know, you see the Cincinnati Reds, Detroit Tigers, you know, teams that are uh, mailing it in. Um, those players aren't mailing it in. They're playing for their contract next year, and especially those starting pitchers that maybe want to, uh, especially in the last contract uh, year, right? Trying to uh, get to on a uh, playoff contender team. But uh, look at that, fifty-six point one of the favorites coming in, and uh, looking at the over/unders. 47.9, 52.3 to the under. So we are in a neutral market when it comes to baseball. But uh, you know what? I would thread lightly, and uh, yeah, we're getting to the, year, the end of the year. And speaking of baseball, today we don't do baseball, but uh, what I did for you guys, if you go to the YouTube channel and you click on video, and I'm going to show you guys this right now. I did a 10-minute video because, uh, you know, I'm always watching out for you guys. So uh, if you go to uh, the YouTube channel, go to videos, and if you go right here, free Major League Baseball. Uh, I did the uh, I did the whole video for you guys today, the uh, the VPP, and I also put some stats and trends, so you can get that right here. Uh, you see right there. There's Ron Raymond right there putting in the uh, the the picks for you guys. And at the end, I did the um, the stats and trends. So uh, I always got your uh, your back here at the uh, the Ram Report. So check it out. Go to um, uh, the YouTube channel, and then once you get to the YouTube channel, go to videos.
And uh, once you get the videos, go to free MLB picks for 916. And uh, you can get today's baseball um, podcast, I guess you can say, for uh, today. All right, yeah, tonight's uh, Blue Jay game is on Apple TV. So if, uh, if you have Apple, you'll be able to watch the Blue Jay game. I don't, you know what? This this whole network. I get it. Sports betting is exploding. Everybody wants a piece of the pie. You know, a lot of starting to get a lot of fingers in that pie right now. <laughs> that pie is starting to starting to get messy and choppy. But um, you know, like last night, you got to be on Prime. You know, good thing for me, I'm in Canada, so TSN. I, you know, I guess if you're from a, another country, um, you know, your, your main provider makes deals with um, the NFL or the ESPN or wherever how they work it. But uh, yeah, last night in the states uh, you needed prime video they did a good job i thought it was a good job. i thought the uh uh the uh, the host there the uh, the pregame show was pretty good and uh you know the on-field access was good so i thought it was a, a pretty good show last night but yeah the, you know with baseball now tonight you got to watch you know peacock on sunday it's like guys let, let's get our you know what together let's get our shirt together here and uh, let's 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 make it easy for the boomers out there right let's make it easy for the boomers out there Cow. Yeah, holy cow! Sorry, Harry. Hey, let's make it easy for uh for everybody. And you know what? What if people don't have Prime, right? And they're SOL right there. But uh, yeah. So all right. So we're gonna look at the uh, MLB, and then from there we're gonna go right into uh NFL week number two. And uh, we gave out Kansas City. Kansas City was my free pick yesterday on the money line. And uh, again, uh, this is why I play money line, right? For uh, situations like that. And you know, if you had the cheese last night, you're probably gripping that converter last night in the last two minutes, right? Come on, come on, come on, come on, tackle them, eh? I mean, just imagine some of the, eh? Hopefully your TV is still intact for some people. But uh, yeah, it's tough. It's tough, right? Those backdoor covers. Like if you've been doing this long as I have, and you you, you just get this feeling, it's like ah, oh, well, you know it's coming, right? You know it's coming. You know, guys playing on one, you know, two ribs, and he's throwing he's throwing backdoor covers. Hey, what what's up with that? Hey, what the hell? Yeah, that's what the, the DC was saying last night, uh, Spagnola. So Spagnola, Spagnola, whatever uh, the, for the the Chiefs. Again, you guys know me; I butcher uh, names like uh, you know, like it's uh, it's not a good thing. All right, so um, let me see. Just waiting on the Major League Baseball to uh, pop up right here. There we go. And uh, let's take a look at the A, Bs, and C type teams who are bearish and bullish. And uh, let me see here. Eight type teams in the rain report. You can see the Yankees, Houston, and the Dodgers. Those are your bullish teams right now in the A club. Teams in the B club, the uh, the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, you know, even though they uh, they won, they're still two and five in their last seven games. So I, I'm I'm wondering if that double header is mixing up the uh, the system. But I'll have to do a double check. But Tampa Bay is the only B type team in the rain report that is uh, not doing too well right now. But um, Teams you want to look at, uh, maybe this weekend. Uh, let me see. You got Seattle, Toronto, San Diego, Baltimore, Minnesota. Uh, Baltimore's playing Toronto, and I think uh, Baltimore is in tough. I think in, they're in tough, but uh, depends who uh, Toronto has going. Right? I saw Thomas Hatch as a starting pitcher, but uh, we will see. Should be some good baseball actions and the C type teams. The only teams you really want to consider if you are going to bet C on C type crime is uh, the Rockies. Eh, Degent Woodworkers Rockies. Look at that. Uh, the only bullish team in the C club, but uh, you know me. No, you don't do that. <laughs> you don't do that. Oh no, never, never. Why not? 
against the rules. Against the rules. You know, you're stupid when you wow. do that. I know. I wouldn't say I'm stupid, but uh, yeah, against the rules, betting on C-type teams. All right, Dante Calgano said he had the Mahomes over 299 passing yard pain. Yeah, I feel your pain. Yeah, wasn't, again, wasn't a banner night for uh, Patrick Mahomes. And the thing is, you know, what did Ross uh, Benjamin talk about yesterday on the show? Overreaction week two, right? And the thing is, what what do um, a lot of uh, recreational bettors do? Um, they, they go back to see what happened last week, right? They, they go see, oh, you know what? Kansas City, they, they killed... Uh, who was it? The the Cardinals. So yeah, they're gonna they're, you know they're gonna go into KC and uh, home game, and it's the first game of the year. They're gonna kill them. Well, not so fast, eh? Not so fast, my friends, as Lee Corso would say. But uh, hey, um, I think the Chiefs really um, losing their deep threat in Tyree Kill. Um, you know, Juju sister, uh, sister Juju Seister or um, Schuster is not the uh, is not the answer. Again, I'm I'm so bad with names. Hey, <laughs> I'm gonna need uh, I'm gonna need some help here with a producer when they, they pop up the names here. Juju Seuster, hey, um, yeah, he's no Tyreek Hill. Tyreek, yeah, what does Tyreek uh, run a four two? Yeah, when you get, when you can get a guy running a four two, um, it, it believe it or not. Uh, you, you get an extra less of a second like normally a guy you know you're running the deep patterns like we always tell our quarterbacks you know thousand one thousand two you got a three second time clock in your head right a guy runs a four two it, it could be two seconds and you just let it go and he'll run under it right but uh, i don't see that deep threat with kansas city and that defense i'm still the, the corners even though they played a little bit better in the second half they they were worthy in the first half right but uh, the chargers uh pass rush uh, wasn't that great in the second half but you know this is why Andy Reid gets paid the big bucks he makes those uh, uh, adjustments at halftime that's one thing a lot of people don't talk about is uh, the halftime adjustments and you get a good coaching staff who make great um, adjustments at halftime uh, you, you see what happened right uh, because Kansas City really to be honest had no ch- no no reason to win that game last night all right let's get to the NFL week number two and uh, let's talk about uh, the games going on for this week all right we gave you kansas city yesterday today we got the broncos or um sorry on the sunday we got the broncos taking on lovey smith and his houston texans now the broncos at 10 point and a half favorite now this line could change right uh these lines were entered uh, early in the week so if the line changes if you want to update it in the uh, the bullpen which you call our chat box go ahead and update it I normally try to update it uh, once a week just to go verify. You know, I'm not going to change a hook or even a point sometimes. But if I, we get a line that moves like three points, yeah, then uh, then it gets updated. Um, we got the Broncos winning this one, 28 to 18. And uh, looking at my numbers right here, uh, where is my Broncos uh, Houston? All right, yeah. So um, you know, Russell's first home game at home, and uh, uh, Houston. All right, uh, let me see. Uh, 65% coaching staff with the. Uh, um uh, nathaniel hackett not you know let's see what he, if he does a better job this week with the uh the time management an 86 percent chance of winning this weekend uh compared to 17.5 and um you know what i don't think houston is that bad of a, a football team or indianapolis is really that uh you know overrated right because uh 2020 how do you go 2020 at home against indianapolis indianapolis could have won that game and uh if you don't make your kicks you get fired apparently in indianapolis but uh, looking at some of the numbers on the uh, trends uh i thought i saw some good numbers on the under here to see um this morning when i was taking a quick look here i thought i saw some numbers uh oh yeah the over look at this um any team oh, sorry denver 
since 1983. Anytime Denver's coming off a game where they scored exactly 16 points for in their last game since 83. Uh, 13 and 4 to the over so trends are your friends they don't pay the rent and again I don't uh, base my picks on trends I just give it to you because a lot of people like the trends and uh, it's like the wow factor right wow 13 and 4 hmm interesting <laughs> hey uh, Houston against the uh, Denver Broncos you can see the Broncos are 5 and 3 straight up and against the point spread 3 and 5 to the under uh, I do like Denver in this one but uh, you know the rules I don't lay points and I'm not laying the 500 bucks to win 100 here. All right, let's get to the next one, the Patriots and the Steelers. Um, this is the head-scratcher of the week, right? If you're like me and you're like, okay, did I did I miss something? Did Tom Brady come back to New England, or what, what's going on here? Why is the Patriots favored by 2.5? Now, uh, we all know the big big win last week for the um, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. And looking at the, uh, the lineup for this weekend, let me just go to my... Uh, my sheet here my lineup sheet and uh, let's go to that Steeler game and uh, let me see here so Najee Harris uh, looks like he might be a goal right and I think um, you know you saw last week without without a running game to help out uh, Trubisky like Trubisky wasn't that bad in the first uh, half but once they lost uh, the um, uh, the running back Najee Harris you can uh, what do I always say in football right the quarterback's best friend is a good running game and if, if you don't have a running game it puts a lot of pressure on the quarterback and Trubisky you can see last week he wasn't used he's not he's not used to that pressure right because he wasn't really that good in the second half he got better in overtime a little bit better in fact he made that nice throw uh, to set up that field goal but uh, looking at the numbers wow look at this we got 18.95 an 18.91 favor in new england and the chances of winning favoring the uh, the patriots 53 percent to 44.2 now my my football um instinct tells me that pittsburgh should be the play here but um uh, it, you know belichick without brady it, you know they got you know it's 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 <laughs> you know batman needs robin and right now batman is in uh, tampa bay and uh, this this is a game i'm not going to touch i'm not going to touch this game here it's just um you know i just got too much respect for belichick if, if anything it's that the, the doubt right it's that doubt that you think that okay I, we know he can game plan. You're facing uh, Trubisky. Uh, Najee Harris, you know, is he playing healthy? Is he playing on one foot? And, uh, you know, uh, Watt is out. So um, big piece of the puzzle are in question mark here for the Steelers. I don't know about you guys, but um, I, I my instinct tells me that Pittsburgh should be the play. But, uh, the, the, you know, the uncomfortable feeling tells me that maybe New England's the play, right? You know, that uncomfortable feeling I always talk about there last year is that, you know, you know that, you you know, you want to take Pittsburgh, but there's something raining in your back saying, you know what? Um, this is not, I don't think this is a good, good uh, a game to wager. And then the, the Patriots, 7-3 and three straight up and against the point spread in their last 10 visits to uh, the old Heinz Field. I don't know what it's called these days, but um, I'm, I'm laying off this game. I don't really like this game. And uh, I'm not going to touch this game, but let's take a look at some of the uh, stats and trends going into this one. And uh, let me take a look down here. Um, any team on the road this year, any team on the road this year coming off a game, uh, or the last three years, sorry, the last three years, coming off a game where they allowed 20 points against, 10-3 and three to the over. 
10 and 3 to the over. So another overtrend right there. And for the Steelers, do I see any check marks here? And what you're looking for, whenever you're looking at the um, uh, the trends right here, you're looking at check marks. These are our 60% or higher trends on the, the team. Now, the first column you see is the team uh, record the last three years. And this is the league record. So every team last three years or the certain team last three years. And if you see over here, if you see a high number here and say that's not 56 45 last three years you got to look here since 1983 oh rusty i think rusty likes the underdog all right uh, so you can see right there anytime you see since 83 that means it's not last three years it's uh, since 83 all right uh so uh let me oh look at that anytime the steelers are at home coming off a three-point win since 83 15 and 7 against the number i don't know what do you guys think did the, the, the Jays list a starting pitcher yet? I saw Thomas Hatch. I saw Hatch a starting pitcher. Hey, we're talking football. You guys are posting baseball. Hey, I don't know if that's good for my reputation, being, being a baseball handicapper or a football handicapper, but uh, or just a handicapper. Yeah, what do you guys like? Do you guys like the Patriots or the uh, the Steelers this weekend? I'm, I'm, you know, I got so much respect for, uh, for Belichick, but uh, Mac Jones... Um, still, you know, the jury's another Alabama court. Remember I was talking yesterday with, um, with Ross and I said, when did Alabama start becoming, uh, you know, the quarterback you, I know Joe Namath went to Alabama, but that was like, uh, you know, back in the, was the 60s, 70s. But, um, you know, when did, when, you know, Jalen Hurts, uh, Tua Tagovola, you got uh, Mac Jones. That, that's three pretty good quarterbacks, right? So you got to respect the uh, the pedigree uh, and winners win, right? You got to follow winners. So I, I do have a little bit, and believe it or not, Trubisky, I think his winning percentage overall as a career quarterback is like 55 or 59%, somewhere in that range. Remember the, the Chicago Bears years when they went 12 and four? He was a quarterback. So, um, you know what? When in doubt, get out, right? Pull the ripcord and get out. All right, uh, let's get on to the next game. This is uh, the game that uh, Ross the Boss liked yesterday. He did like uh, Baltimore. Uh, let's go Patriots first half, says Timmy Two Shoes. I like the Cowboys in the teasers, uh, says Scott. And, uh, yeah, so if you got a pick you like, just uh, throw it into the bullpen. I'll, uh, I'll give you a shout-out on air. All right, Miami Dolphins taking on the Baltimore Ravens. Now, the Dolphins coming off a big win last week against the Patriots. 20 to 7 and the Ravens well they uh took care of the Jets 24 to 9 and um now this week you got the uh the Ravens a three and a half point favorite the old runner set up 44 and a half we got a 25 21 score here on the forecast and the chances of winning 57.3 percent I love the Baltimore Ravens here this weekend I love the uh the Ravens here and I hear that uh, they're they're bringing in some old players and uh, this 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 crowd's gonna be fired up uh, at um, on Sunday. Uh, I I love Baltimore. It might be my strongest play in the weekend. Money line, Baltimore money line is uh, where I'm leaning. Minnesota, uh, Minnesota, Miami. Hey, um, you know Baltimore is a tough place to to play. I said that yesterday when I was talking to Ross. You know Baltimore. You think of all these uh, tough stadiums, right? Steelers. Seattle, you know, those loud Minnesota, Minnesota's loud. Um, you know, I put Ravens right up there. Tough, tough venue to play. And uh, looking at the uh, the Dolphins, you know, week two since 83 on the road, 14 and six. That's pretty good against the point spread, but uh, uh, six and 14 to the under since 83. Maybe the under is where you want to go as well. And for Baltimore, anything uh, sticking out? They're 13, seven and one at home since 83. And uh, I guess when they were in Cleveland, so we transferred over their uh, their data to the Baltimore. Hey, when they made the uh, the midnight move, hey, the midnight special was that a CCR? Hey, any CCR fans out there? 
Doom, 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 doom. Let the midnight special. Hey, they said there'd be no singing on the show. All right. Uh, yeah, so let me see here. Before playing Kansas City. So Baltimore playing Kansas City. A little bit of a peekaboo uh, look ahead spot right there. Um, yeah. Baltimore. Give me uh, give me Baltimore. That's probably, probably a silver bullet too. Hey, that's probably my silver bullet play of the week. Cincinnati against Dallas. Um, now, you know, Cooper Rush. Hey, Cooper Rush is now the uh, the starting quarterback for the uh, Dallas Cowboys. Um, you know, Gallup. Let me see what's going on with Gallup right here. Um, knee ACL. So it looks like he's limited this week. Uh, doubtful. So he's doubtful for this uh, week. Uh, Amari Cooper. Man, they, they, they could really use Amari Cooper, right, last week. Um, <clears throat> it's going to be interesting in Dallas this year. And uh, where's, uh, Amari's gone to where? Cleveland, right? He's gone to Cleveland. But uh, looking at the uh, the boys here, the Cowboys in Cincinnati, you know what? Uh, Joe Burrow, um, tough tough uh, week one, right against the Steelers. But they were competitive. They could have been. They they could have won that game as well. Um, looking at the line, six and a half, 41 and a half is the total. I got a 27-20 victory for Cincinnati. I like Cincy here this week. It's a bit chalky, but I'm not going to lay the chalk. But if you do like it, I, I think they do win by seven or more. 69.4% chance of winning. And looking at Cincinnati, though, they don't have a lot of success in Big D. One and four against the point spread. Two and three straight up. And Dallas, seven and three straight up in their last 10 head-to-head meetings against the Bengals. But it's not your same old Bengals, right? There's no more icky shuffle. It's the Joe, uh, Cool Joe Bureau uh, show right now. And uh, Cold Joe. Uh, Joe. Cincinnati on the road against NFC East division opponents since 1983. 12-6-2 against the number. Pretty good. That's pretty good. And uh, let me see here. 14-6-1 against uh, the point spread off a three-point loss. And for the Cowboys, I don't see anything on the uh, the point spread. But looking at the over-under, just trying to see if there's any value on a side or total. I don't really see anything that really stands right out. Um, but yeah, Well, at home against the Bengals. Uh, teams last three years six and twelve to the under. So the last three years, teams against the Bengals six and twelve to the under. Last eighteen games. So um, under is where you go, maybe. But uh, I do like Cincinnati. Not money line, but uh, if you're gonna play them, I would. You know, I, you know my rules, right? I don't lay points, but I would. Uh, I would. I would feel okay with Cincinnati on the on the line. All right, let's get to the next one: the Chicago Bears and the Green Bay Packers. And uh, let's go Patriots. All right. Kind of feel like the Steelers maybe in the first half, though, says Scott. And again, if you guys got any comments on the games, uh, feel free to uh, post them into the uh, into the bullpen. Let's get more uh, let's get more people chatting there about uh, football. I thought you guys were football fans here. Hey, eh? I know you guys are baseball uh, fans as well, but let's get more chatter going in the, uh, the bullpen on football. It's uh, NFL week number two. Green Bay Packers, a nine and a half point favorite, forty one hours the total, and uh, the the Packers losing last week in Minnesota. Final was twenty three to seven. While Chicago uh, won in the uh, the water uh, the water slide bowl, right? You see those uh, those Chicago Bears sliding, a hey, Justin Fields sliding in the end zone. That was pretty cool. Some cool pictures out there about that. Nineteen to ten, and uh, spoiled Trey Lance's debut as a 49ers this year. But uh, going into uh, Lambeau Field. Yeah, we'll see what the hell's going to go on at Lambeau Field this week. And we'll see if uh, Rodgers uh, gives us any more uh, body language to, to read about, right? The one thing about, uh, you know you know what's going to happen now, right? Anytime something happens in Green Bay, like a player drops the ball, there'll be like 10 cameras on, on Aaron Rodgers to see, huh? Huh? 
Did, did he did he blink? Did he look? Did he look at the sidelines? Did he like? Come on, give the guy a break, man. Hey, it's just football. It's just football. But the the, uh, the body language says a lot, right? The, the body language and the, and the, when he looked when the, was it the receiver dropped the the pass last week? He just looked at the bench and it says, "Here we go." Hey, that 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 in a nutshell, you're probably saying, that, "I hope this is not the start of a, of a season," right? Who was it that dropped? It was the uh, I forget the the receiver. I know it was the rookie. I don't see his uh, name right here. But uh, going into this weekend, hey, we'll see if, uh, what is it, Roger says, I own you guys. I don't know if he's going to own the Bears this weekend, though. Nine half points seems like a lot. Seems like a lot, but you know what? It's Aaron Rodgers. It's Aaron Rodgers, and I heard this week that they're, you know, they want to get Aaron Jones more involved in the run game. Uh, 75% chance of winning this week for the Packers. 21.9 for Chicago. That's on the straight-up factor. And looking at my numbers, you know, I said to you guys last week, right? Matt LaFleur, Aaron Rodgers, the best one-two punch combination from a win percentage of coach and quarterback. And I think it's like a 71% um, percentage. So, or 66, sorry, 66. It's it's pretty high. And looking at the, uh, I think Chicago plus nine and a half is where you want to lean. I think Chicago plus nine and a half is where you want to go this weekend. Um, as much as I would, you know, and the people keep saying, well, you know, they, they start, you know, last year, you know, they got smoked in game one and then they, you know, then, then they took off. Well, that was last year, right? That, that's when, uh, you know, they had Devontae Adams and, uh, and company. But uh, Chicago does not play well at uh, Lambeau. Two and eight in their last 10, three and seven. So not a, a great game to bet on. And you can see that uh, Green Bay, a couple of cupcake games here, right? They got the Bears and the Lions on deck. And before playing the, the Lions, they are 17 and four straight up against uh, before playing Detroit. 11, nine and one against the number. But look at the over under. Before playing the Lions, 6, 15 and 0 to the under. And let's take a look at some of the uh, the stats right here. I don't see anything that really um, any sexy stats for uh, uh, for the uh, the uh, the Lions and uh, the Bears. Sorry. And uh, let me see here. Conference uh, ten to three. Home team. Nope. Uh, after a road loss, uh, coming off a loss, five hundred right there. Yeah, nothing really standing out for me. So if I were to play this for uh, shirts and giggles, it would be Chicago plus a nine and a half. But again, a lot of respect for Aaron Rodgers and the uh, Lafleur combination. All right, San Francisco. Hey, how uh, how short's that hook going to be in San Fran? I, I uh, to be honest, I love the uh, the Seahawks this weekend. I like Seattle plus nine and a half. And looking at the line, minus eight and a half for San Francisco. The total is at forty one and a half. And uh, when you look at the percentage play, the chances of winning this game straight up, uh, we got uh, let me see twenty one point nine percent for the. Um, uh, the Seattle Seahawks, and then we got, um, let me see here, 75.8 for San Francisco. And uh, when you look at the um, the last 10 trips for Seattle in San Francisco, now keep in mind, you know, Russ was cooking with the uh, the Seahawks, 7-3 straight up and against the point spread, while San Francisco, home or away, the, when a team has your number, and it looks like the Seahawks do have their number, two and eight straight up, four and six against the point spread. And if you look at the over/under, six three and one. Maybe the over is where you want to go. San Francisco, maybe a look-ahead spot here against the Eagles. I'm not sure if that's a Monday night game. I don't think it is though. I don't think it's a Monday night game. And then you got uh, Seattle taking on Tennessee, right? the Titans up on deck. And uh, big win, Monday night football for the uh, Seattle. You know, here's the thing, right? You get that emotional letdown. You know, you just beat your. Um, 
um, uh, the you know the Denver Broncos on, on the Russell Bowl. Hey, that's what they call it. when the player goes back to play against his old team. You know they they call it the the bowl game, the Russell Bowl. So Seattle did win the uh, Russell Bowl, and uh, San Francisco. That, that's a bad loss to the Chicago Bears, right? What what is what did everybody kept talking about at the beginning of the season? Oh, the Bears are gonna be crappy. They got no receivers. You know, keep in mind it was a, a wet game, and you know those type of games does. Uh, tend to uh, favor uh, some defense but you, you know sometimes you got to be lucky because you will get a lot of turnovers a lot of broken tackles a lot of slip you know so um, the, I, I like Seattle here this weekend I do like Seattle and uh, Geno Smith the one thing with Geno Smith is that uh, his accuracy and you know it's not just a one trick wonder he was pretty accurate last year on the games he did go into and his accuracy this weekend was pretty uh, on Monday night was pretty decent so I do like the uh, the Seahawks here plus nine and a half and uh, that's uh, as Stone Cold would say and that's the bottom line because Stone Cold said so yeah and to me I think Trey Lance is is um you know you're coming off a loss you're at home and if you don't you know the one thing in football is you know you, the last thing you want is three and outs right you don't want to go three and out because then you start hearing the you know, the whispers on the sideline you start hearing the the, the the crowd and they start booing after three and outs right so it could get a little dicey there if they don't score early and fast in uh, in san francisco this weekend i like uh i like the seahawks plus nine and a half all right let's go to the falcons against um, let me see here. Where's Atlanta taking on the uh, the Rams? You know what? The Rams just uh, ran into a buzzsaw of a team called the Buffalo Bills. Hey, okay? let's be honest. The Buffalo Bills right now, to me, I think is the best team in football. You got the one of the best quarterbacks in Josh Allen, and uh, you know the Rams. I think it was tied at halftime. Wasn't it like ten ten at halftime. The Rams are going to be a tough out. That's the one thing, and I think they have no problems this weekend against the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, that defense, I just don't trust it. Twenty eight seventeen is what I have as a uh, a score. I got them winning by eleven, but it could be a little bit more on the forecast. Eighty six point three percent chance of winning, and for Atlanta in their last ten trips to. Uh, uh, LA 60% of those games have gone over and in the last 10 head-to-head meetings between the Falcons and the Rams 70% to the over 7-3 and three, but look at that look at that number right there did you know that uh, the Rams are 3-7 and seven in their last 10 head-to-head meetings against uh, the Falcons the last time they met though uh, was 2019 it was a October 20th it was a 37-10 victory and I can see something like that this weekend and let me take a look here at some of the other numbers going to tonight um let me see for atlanta last three years um or since 90 no no, 10 and 27 before a division game on the road so maybe the under is where you want to take a look at hey that rams defense right that's uh that's not chopped liver hey with um arnold donald right there let me see here uh four uh the rams 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 let me see Stafford any question marks no I'm just looking to see yeah Mariota could be in for a long long day here against uh, the Rams all right uh, let me see here uh yeah the dogs tend to quit in the second half take him first half after the first quarter Gino basically did nothing says plays and parlay OG week hey how you doing there OG Ravens money lines Rams money line is that Rams money line or uh, Rams points there OG uh 30 yard passing second half uh, definitely a letdown spot for Seattle, and I wouldn't trust Geno Smith. Says uh, plays in parlay. I don't know. I just I, d- I just don't trust Trey Lance. You know, and uh, that's um, that's what it boils down to, right? Um, all right, let me see. Next game: Jacksonville, Indianapolis. 
Doug Peterson and Trevor Lawrence up against uh, Frank Wright and Matty Ice, right? Three and a half point is the line. It's 45 and a half is the total. I got the Colts winning this one, 23-17. The value index, I had minus 1.7. I keep forgetting about the value index here. A value percentage play and performance cycles, the rain report. Um, 1.73 is um, in Annapolis. Yeah, the the line is right. That's a fair market value. A 62.1% chance. But here's the question. You know, Indianapolis going to Houston and and tying that game and really, you know, uh, they were behind. They had to come back the the whole game. Is that a red flag? Is that a red flag? Is this is, um, you know, has Matty Ice really, you know, run out of ice? Hey, it's just I don't know. I, I just think. In Annapolis, if that was just a one-off last week, but uh, they did not look good. And now you got an experienced head coach in Jacksonville. You got Trevor Lawrence going into his second year. Um, you know, hey, keep in mind, Jacksonville beat the Bills last year at home. Was it nine six, something like that? So keep in mind, that, you know, teams like the Jacksonville, you know, they will play better at home. Uh, I think Jacksonville is the play here. I, to be honest, I think Jacksonville is the play at three and a half. That hook could come into play. I would take Jacksonville plus three and a half. And if you look at their record, look at this. In the last 10 head-to-head meetings against the uh, the Colts, eight, one, and one against the numbers. So I think uh, Jacksonville, eh? it's really tough to say that without smiling. But yeah, Jacksonville plus, uh, plus three and a half is I think uh, the, the way you want to go. What do you guys think? You guys uh, all over uh, Jacksonville in this one or what? Hey, hey, the Peterson uh, effect, right? You got an experienced Super Bowl winning coach, right? He won a Super Bowl with the Eagles, so I think um, I think Jacksonville is the uh, is the play here. What do you guys think? All right, let's go to Cleveland, where uh, the GATS Jet Jet Jets will take on the Browns with their new logo on the field. You guys see the new logo in Cleveland, eh? Uh, anyway, uh, minus six and a half is the line. Thirty nine half is the total. I do have the uh, the Brownies winning this one, twenty two seventeen. The over under at thirty nine point five. Wow, look at that, right on the uh, the number. A sixty nine point seven percent chance to win on Cleveland. Thirty seven point five for the Jets. And uh, looking at some of the other the value index, way although not way overvalued, but they are a little bit overvalued against uh, the Jets. But the Jets, hey, um, you know with Joe Flacco. And uh, I just don't see that they can only get better, right? It, it, I don't know if you can get worse, but um, the market confidence level on the Jets extremely, extremely low. And uh, yeah, they're gonna have to they're gonna have to build confidence in their fan base to uh, to compete, right? At the end of the day, the, the, you got to compete. But I think the under is where you want to go in this one. I think the under is where maybe you want to lean in this game between the uh, the Jets and the Browns. Let's take a look at some of the numbers right here. Anytime the total is 40 and a half, uh, 40 and a half the last three years for um, NFL road teams, 9 and 4 to the over. And uh, let me see, anything else sticking out? Cleveland, uh, no, right there. Um, yeah, you know what? Tough one. Tough, tough, uh, tough call right here. But... Uh, let me see what else did I say here. Three and seven to the under. Last ten head-to-head meetings, three and seven. Yeah, you know what? One in doubt, they one in doubt pull out. Um, yeah, um, one in doubt get out. That's what I'm gonna do. Get out of that one. I'm not gonna. T- I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna bet on that game. All right, Washington against Detroit. Um, I did a little bit of research. Did you know this is the only the third time Detroit's been favored? I want to say the last three years. I want to go. Let's go to my uh, fateful database here. I'm gonna show you guys something. Let me go to my database. Just going to bring it up over here. So if you ever want to use the database here at the uh, the website, go to your dashboard, go to Super Database for Superman, 
hey, uh, what did uh, hey, what, what did uh, Red Fox, you know, uh, Sanford and Son? Hey, Fred, that's one of them Superman suits, ain't it? Super fly, Bubba. Super fly. Super fly, Bubba. All right. So Detroit as a uh, a home favorite. And uh, let me see here. Let's uh, go back to the uh, the last three years. Let's go. I'll do last three. I think it's last four. Let's do last four years. Lions. Yeah. Look at that. <laughs> one, two, and one. Last four years. They've only been a home favorite last four years. Let's start last five. Last five years. Um, five and one to the over. Two and four against the points red three and three so yeah anyways um with the lions i i, I love washington this spot i you know, I, I wouldn't love's a strong word but uh i really like washington um detroit one one and a half 48 in the total i got a tw- the forecast has 24 22 favoring detroit but i'm gonna go with washington here 41.6 percent chance of winning 53.7 and um you know they, uh, they they lost last week, 38-35 to the Eagles. A little concerning, right? Because he still allowed 38 points. Washington, 28-22 at home against Jacksonville. I think, you know, with uh, Peterson at Jacksonville, I think um, that, you know, I don't know if I want to call that a quality win, but I guess you need another week to really evaluate. And I didn't watch that game to, uh, that much. So I really, from an X and O point of view, I didn't really study the uh, uh, the the, um, the box. And when I mean the box, I'm, I'm talking about the uh, the front seven right so anytime you hear me talk about the, the box in football i'm talking about the the between the tackles right the defensive line uh, along with the linebackers and to me that is a huge huge like i thought last week the pittsburgh steelers front seven was so dominant um against the o-line of the uh, cincinnati Bengals. like it was a hayward and um uh watt man they were in the backfield a lot right and anytime you get a a very dominant d line who can push and the the, remember the objective of the offensive line is is you create a stalemate that's one thing when i'm coaching football and i tell the offensive line on a pass play you know on the run play we got to run block you got to push your your defender upfield but on a pass play if you can give me a stalemate, that's a win, right? A stalemate means you know you're not backing up and you're not backing into our quarterback. You give us a stalemate and uh, win your one-on-one battles with your defensive lineman. I thought the uh, I thought the um, the Steelers D line last week was totally dominant. All right, so going to this one, yeah, I, I love Washington. I know Rivera is uh, is a decent coach. Um, let me see here Campbell you know the one thing I love about Campbell is his energy who doesn't right if you watch uh, hard knocks it, who do, you know everybody loves uh, that type of coach right but at the end of the day um, you got to win football games and you can be I always say you can be a Nobel Peace Prize winner you can you know you can be the best humanitarian on, on planet earth but if you don't win football games and you don't have strategy uh, then you, you it's just <laughs> it, it doesn't work out right so um, sometimes you just got to look back and say look um, you, you're going be judged by your win percentage record so the detroit uh you know it's nice to be competitive but you gotta win those football games right um what does herm edwards say all the time hello you play to win the game yeah you play to win the game so detroit you know it's just and i'm sure detroit they don't want that tag of the, the lovable underdog right nobody wants that they want to be known as the dominant uh football team and you know you, you can't have this uh this uh, lovable tag on, on the lines. Like, the lines don't want to hear that. But what you saw in Hard Knocks, right? The, the players, like, they're sick of their record. Everybody coming up and talking about that winning, re- losing record. Uh, they, they don't want to talk about that, especially anybody who's uh, you know very competitive.
competitive in sports. Um, Detroit, 6-4 and four straight up and against the point spread in the last 10 against the uh, Commanders. And the last time they, these two teams met, it was a 30-27 win for Detroit. And that was 2020, November 15th. And back then, and the, before that, it was 2019, a 19-16. So it looks like a Homer series here. Let me see. Homer right here. Homer right there. Um, Homer right there. Yeah, it could be a Homer series because I'm looking at, okay, there's Commanders. Um, that's a Homer win. Uh, let me see this here. Okay, that's a road win. Oh, no, that's a Homer win right there. Yeah, this could be a Homer series right here. Hopefully not because I love Washington this week and I'm taking the uh, uh, the Commanders. All right, let's get on to the next one. Hey, just spent 20 minutes talking about Detroit Lions. What's wrong with this show? <laughs> I need help. I need Fraser Crane. I just spent 20 minutes talking about artificial turf on the uh, Detroit Lions. All right, there she is. There's our good friend. Put that coffee down. Coffees for closers, and there's Gloria Kate. Morning bullpen, rise and grind. Hey, I'm having a rough morning in Cincinnati. Uh-oh. Let's uh, send uh, Gloria some positive thoughts, and uh, we'll, we'll uh, hopefully you're doing well, Gloria. We're thinking of you, and, uh, you know, hopefully things turn around for you. All right, love is strong word, Coach. One for the Gipper. Speech must have been the best. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, hey, I can get fired up and put me in front of a team and let me go. Uh, we'll, 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 we're going to run through walls for you. All right, uh, let me see here. Uh, Tampa Bay, yeah, this is a great game. This is going to be a great game between the Bucks and the Saints. You got Tampa Bay minus two and a half, 44 and a half is the total. Hey, I had, uh, one of my rules last week, I bet against Tom Brady, and I should have listened to Denis. No, you don't do that. <laughs> no, never, never. I shouldn't have never done that. Hey, uh, you ever want a comeback, like a, a, a one back? That That's the one I want back. Hey, I want that pick back last week from, you know, Cowboys. Uh, fell, I fell in love too much with the, uh, the, the coach's record of, of um, and I know, you know, you're saying Mike McCarthy. Yeah. But Mike McCarthy and the, uh, but Brady had a great record, but Todd Bowles didn't. Right. Uh, but there was other factors. I thought the boys, the Cowboys would have been a better fight last week, but hey, Tom Brady and Tom Brady, you know, missing a lot of training camp, uh, you know, and you're wondering if he's all in, but uh, Tom Brady is the goat, man. Tom Brady is the goat. Uh, minus two and a half, 44 and a half. Now here's an interesting game because for some reason, um, the, 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 the Buccaneers don't do well in the Superdome, right? The Mercedes Benz dome, whatever they call it. They're three and seven straight up in their last 10, four and six against the point spread, seven and three to the over and new Orleans, not even at uh, in in the in the Superdome, even at uh, Raymond James Stadium, seven and three straight up and against the point spread last ten. But you know what? Here's the thing: there's no Sean Payton, right? There's no Sean Payton. It's Dennis Allen, and uh, I think that's going to play a huge huge role this weekend, right? So um, Jameis Winston against Tom Brady. I'm not going against Brady this weekend. I love Tom Brady here. Uh, yeah, loves a strong word, but uh, money line. I'm gonna go money line, just like last night. I'm not gonna sweat out three points, two and a half. Give me the uh, the bucks on the money line, and uh, I don't know if it's gonna be a, a members pick, but it'll probably be one of my contest pick at the World Series of Handicapping. But uh, let me see here, what else do I got? What else do I got on this game? Oh, look at that. Any NFL home teams the last three years coming off a game where they allowed 26 points against nine and six to the under and uh, looking this right here since 19 on no, no, the last three years any team before playing Carolina five and 14 but again trends are your friends they don't pay the rent and uh, just the uh, just <laughs> you know trends are like icing on a kink right they, they, they look good taste good but uh, there's not, probably not really good for you either right a lot of sugar and icing all right so there you have it that is my take on that game give me the bucks on the money line and uh, 
hopefully uh hopefully we get that win for you right uh stone cold okay where's stone cold i need stone cold right here and that's the bottom line because stone cold said so all right let's go to uh probably everybody's favorite coach right now in the nfl brian dable eh? especially if you're a bills fan like me yeah i like to see coaches that uh we're part of the Bills, uh, go off and have success in uh, other teams. And I just got a feeling this, you know, the the one place you want to win is New York, right? If you can win in New York, man, you, you become the uh, uh, the favorite uh, media darling, right? And the Giants winning last week in Tennessee. And you know what? Uh, you got to give Dable uh, credit, man. He's got big kahunas uh, going for two. And, you know, as a player, you love it. But as a, um, you know, uh, I don't know if his other coaches love that call, but you make that call, you, you, you know, you're, you're, you're a genius. You, you, you don't make that call, then you're, you're, you're questioned until the cows come home, right? Minus two and a half is the line, 43 and a half is the total. You got uh, 22 20 as the final. We got him winning by two. I don't know if that hook's going to come into play. A 55% chance of winning compared to 44.9 for Carolina. And uh, looking at the, uh, the Panthers last week, uh, lost to the Cleveland Browns 26-24 while the Giants got that victory against a very good Tennessee team, right? A variable team who's very well prepared when it comes to, uh, uh, to preparation of games. That was a big win. Giants 7-3 against the point spread against the Panthers in their last 10 games. They got the Falcons on deck, so they got a um, the Atlanta on deck. Yeah, not a division game. Uh, Carolina division game uh, against the Saints. And let me see if I got any division stats before a division game. Let me see. Do I have that? Uh, before a division game, the last two, look at that, 13-22. and 22. So going back to 1983, 13-22 before a division game. I wonder what that's like the last uh, three years. Let me go to my super database. Let's go Carolina um, uh, away. Uh, let's go last five years before a division game. Let's go before. Let me see if I got that division game. Yep, here we go. And let's go get the oh wow look at that one and nine straight up three and seven against the number i think the giants uh yeah giants are good i think giants a nice play here this weekend and i'm getting that win on the road and you know uh, saquon barkley you know he was the difference last week and i talked about this on the show yesterday with ross the difference last week is is two things one the halftime adjustments you know i talked about that early in the show the coaches who make the best halftime adjustments normally go on and you know be more competitive in the second half and normally go win the game right i think the giants did a great job last week in their second half adjustments number two is establishing the run in the second half with saquon Brett. nothing was working in the first half but the um, dable must have seen something in the second half because they started running off tackle right or just in the b gap i don't know if it was a power i thought it was the power or maybe the trap i don't know no i think it was the power uh, they ran power and uh it was just they, they ran between the uh the the, the guard and the tackle on the it was always i don't know if it was the weak side or the strong side but uh they, they they found something there and saquon went off in fact how many yards did he rush for last week let me go take a look last week on saquon barkley uh where's the giants uh, where's my stats right here come on ron get the there it is all right let's go last week 164 yards yeah that's a pretty good uh that's a pretty good job at the office right there right so 164 yards and what do i say all the time quarterback's best friend a great running game you get a great running game going and you get balance you know what that does throws off the defense coordinator because when you when you know you don't want to be predictable the last thing you want to be as a coordinator offense or defense is predictable right you don't want to you know 
First down normally is a running down. Second down, depending on the down distance, you know, it could be 50-50 run pass. Third down, if you're, you know, third and long, you don't you know, 80% chance it's a run uh, pass. So you don't want to be predictable. And the thing is, you, you'd rather get in a situation where you're you're keeping that coordinator opposite of you, right? Because the thing that people don't talk about, sometimes, you know, you're talking about, you know, Dable uh, against... Um, uh, what's his name there at uh, Matt Rule, right in Carolina? You know, a lot of people are going to talk about the coaching matchup, but it's not really those two. Like, those are the time management guys. There's, you know, they're they're the time management. They're 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 uh, they're uh, coaching the game, making decisions on penalties, you know, on third down and all that stuff. But it's the coordinators. It's you know, it's the masterminds that create the the the, the schemes, the the practice plan during the week, and executing those plays during the week so that and this is why mondays and tuesdays in in professional sports and football is dedicated to film watching game planning strategy and then once you get to wednesday you execute those in practice you give scout team looks and what scout team means is that let's say the uh, the the giants this week uh, when it's scout team when we call scout team is that we tell the uh, the players in practice this is not the Giants defense you're giving us. You're playing the Panthers defense. You give them the uh, the cards. We call them cards. And what you do is you show the cards. They'll give us this look. This is how you're going to do your protection in the pass protection. Uh, give us a cover three hold and stuff like that. And then this is how the the uh, the coordinators execute their uh, their practice plan during the week for game day. So uh, that's a little little something that I you know share with you guys uh, on the show because you know it's not always about handicapping, right? Got to get I got to get my football fix somehow to talk football and coaching. I get all fired up now. All right. Uh, anyways, uh, I like the Giants here. I do like the Giants seven and three against the point spread, and uh, I I do think that. Um, 20, I don't know, 22 20 is the right call. Giants money line. If you're going to bet this game, Giants money line could be, uh, you know, and let's, you know, don't don't get caught riding the, uh, the, the the blue wave, right? I think right now there's a blue wave going on because, you know, you win, you beat Tennessee, you know, the in, in, in Nashville, hey? Eh? You didn't beat them at uh, the Meadowlands. You beat them in Nashville. That was a pretty good one. But I do like uh, the Giants, but uh, I wouldn't go too crazy on that uh, money line. All right, the Raiders against the Cardinals. Man, two teams have got, uh, uh, you know, the losses last week. They lost 24-19 to a good Chargers team. But uh, Arizona, ooh, boy. Holy cow! Yeah, P- Arizona people in Arizona are going like this. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. Yeah, we're not talking playoffs right now in Arizona. All right, so looking at the line on this game, minus five and a half, fifty-one and a half is the uh, the total, and uh, we do like the Raiders here, thirty-two twenty-three. And you know what? The Raiders at home the last couple of years. Let me take a look at the uh, the old faithful database right here, Las Vegas at home. Uh, let's do last. Let's do last three years. Last three years. Let's get rid of this. Uh, let's see what that record is. Seven and ten. Wow. I thought it was a little bit better now, but look at that. Ten, twelve, and five. Let's do last two years. Let's do last two years. Five and four. Yeah, very mediocre. So you know what? Raiders are they overrated? Hey, even though Devonte Adams there, you know Josh McDaniels coming in from the uh, the OC at uh, New England. You know Josh McDaniels' win percentage is not that great. You know some you know. I used to call in hockey the Brian Trottier rule, right? Remember Brian Trottier, great hockey player with the Islanders back in the '80s, and then he got um, he got a head coaching job, and it just didn't work out, right? Sometimes um, great players, great 
coaches are just not meant to be head coaches, but they're great coordinators. I'm just wondering if Josh McDaniels falls into that um, that topic, right? That that uh, conversation. Great, great offensive mind, but you know when it comes to winning football games, let, let's you know we'll give him a little bit more rope here, but uh, we'll see what happens. Josh Daniels. Um, in fact, let me go to my um, let me bring up another window here, and I'll show you my coaches tab. Let me go to the coaches tab. And again, if you guys enjoy the show, please hit that like button and uh, hit the like button if you like the show and uh, subscribe to our channel by tapping that notification bell in the top right hand corner. But uh, I love doing this show for you guys. So hopefully if you guys enjoy it, you hit the like button, give, give us a few more likes. And uh, we got 20 right now. Would love to get to 30 by the end of the show if you do like the show. All right. Uh, look at the Josh McDaniels record. Let's go to coaches. Uh, win percentage. Where's Josh McDaniels? Uh, Raiders. There it is. 39 win percentage he's got a 39 percent win percentage so um you know it was with denver and um a bit younger um he's uh you know he went under belichick we'll see we'll see if how things work out and now kingsbury hey <laughs> that that's a hot seat right there he's probably wearing a hazmat suit right now walking around arizona right now because uh yeah he, he's he's uh he's, he's got a bullseye on his back right now he's a target five and a half is the line 51 half is the total i got a 32 23 um for the uh the cardinals uh the vague um uh the raiders here a 64.2% chance of winning, only 13.3 for the uh, the cards. That's a very low percentage play right there. Uh, the value index, they're both in the plus, so you know, Raiders could be a little bit overvalued here. And in the last uh, head-to-head meetings, five and four straight up for the Raiders. They haven't only played nine times since '83. Wow, I thought a little bit more than that. And you're thinking the the you know the Oakland Raiders and Arizona on the West Coast, yeah, not that much uh, experience um, uh, matchups. All right, so Raiders taking on Pittsburgh. That's a big look ahead game next week, and then Arizona the Vikings. So big look ahead spot for the, uh, those two teams. But when you're 0 one, you should be looking at the uh, the Cardinals and Raiders, not the Steelers and Vikings, right? Um, let's go down here and let's take a look here. Arizona, some of the uh, stats and trends. Coming off a loss the last three years on the road, seven and five against the number. But look at that, one ten and one to the under. Wow! Anytime Arizona's on the road and coming off a loss, one ten and one to the under. And for the Raiders, let me take a look at some of the Raider stats right here. Um, let me see, nine eight and two to the over. Some of the over stats right here, right? But that's uh, that's a pretty impressive number. I think if you uh, go to this game here, you know your your first instinct is probably uh, the Raiders. But um, I think the under is where you might want to lean. I think the under, I like that stat on the cards. I just don't know um, if, you know, you got Carr and uh, Murray. Um, yeah, this, the, both, two, well, one thing, here's here's one that uh, you don't need uh, Captain Obvious to tell you. They need a win, eh? Thanks, Captain Obvious. Yeah, both teams need a win right here, but uh, we will see what happens. Um I'd lean with the Raiders. I don't, you know, five and a half is just, I think it's a little bit overvalued. So, um, and I'm not laying uh, 222 in the money. Uh, 222 is not that bad, but I would take, um, yeah, I would take the Raiders on the, uh, maybe the money line. Maybe the 222 is not that bad. You do it in baseball. Why wouldn't you do it in the, in football, right? All right. Monday night football. You guys ready for some football? Monday night football was, how are we doing on time here? 107, not bad. All right. So you got the Bills taking on the Titans. Minus nine and a half, that's a big, big number. And me and Ross talked about this yesterday. I think that's too much. I, as much as you know, I'm a Bills fan, hey, courtesy, a little plug here for my my, my buddy uh, Johnny Peresco. 
Hey, I'm a Bills fan, so you know I like the Bills. But um, what's my rule of the thumb? Bet with my wallet, not my heart. And um, too much, too many points. I do have a lot of respect for um, uh, the Titans. Vrabel, Vrabel's a great coach. Tannehill's, Tannehill's getting better and better with age. He's like a fine wine right now. Um, Derrick Henry didn't have a great game last week. But they're going to have to find a way to uh, spread out the love, right? Spread out the the, uh, the passing game. Uh, you can't constantly go to, uh, was it Phillips? Uh, for the um, uh, Kyle Phillips. He's questionable this week. And the thing is, did you see that one hit he took? And then he, he went back to the huddle and he kept holding his arm. Anytime you got these smaller players, right? Uh, the West Walkers, the, uh, um, let me see here, injury. Uh, didn't par- he didn't participate in practice due to that shoulder. Yeah, he got rocked really good. And uh, I, I was wondering about that. I said, you know, a little guy like that, and he held to, he's 5'11", right? 5'11", um, comes from UCLA, good uh, good football pro. I wonder, I wonder if he played for uh, Chip Kelly. But, uh, yeah, anytime you get, like, a smaller type receiver, Edelman, you know, the, the Walkers, uh, I'm, I'm, um, yeah, I'm not going to that, that name there. Uh, I'm getting confused with my names again. But, anyway, a, a smaller receiver, right? It's it's ice bag time, right? Go in the ice tub. But uh, you got to stay healthy. And But I just thought they went to him a little bit too much last week. In fact, he had a great game. Well, how many receptions did he have? Uh, let me go look at his stats. Kyle Phillips, six reception, 66 yards. But they're going to have to uh, spread it around. Start finding Robert Woods. Um, you know, start uh, start spreading the love around, right? So going into this game, an 81.4% chance of winning for the uh, the Bills. Only 11% chance. But here's the thing that, um, that really stood out to me. Is that uh, when you look at the, the games between the Titans and the Bills, 34-31. Titans 42-16, Bills 14-7, Bills 13-12, 14-13, 35-34. We're going back to 2011 here. 23-17. Every last seven games, it was either a Titans victory or a seven-point margin in difference of score. Right? What's going to make this one a little bit different? Yeah, the Bills are a different team right now. But again, it's not the Bills Titans. It's my number against the bookmakers number. And I just think the bookmaker, this line, what did I have this line at about? Probably very high because, uh, yeah, it's high because of that big win last uh, week. But let me go back to my database. Let me go back to my strength of schedule database. So let me go to NFL. I'm going to show you guys another database that I have here. I call this my strength of schedule database. Teach, win, repeat. Right, Gloria K? That's what we do here at the uh the, at the show uh teach win repeat uh let's go to nfl let's go b- buffalo uh at home against uh, eight type teams or you know what not even at home let's do any let's do last 10 and let's see what the line is normally uh you know what we'll do at home we'll do at home we'll do buffalo at home against eight type teams uh, the average line is look at that minus 3.4 so whenever the buffalo bill played the ravens patriots colts dolphins Steelers, Seahawks, when they were A-type teams, the average line was minus 3.4. The the average score was 25-21. Now, I'm not saying the score is going to be that, but I think this is an overreaction to a big Monday night win. And, you know, Josh Allen, they've already got him hosting the Super Bowl in some of the media reports, right? Eh? Uh, But, you know, I I think it's way too many points. I'll take Tennessee plus 9.5, and and, um, I don't know if it's going to be a 30-19 to type score. But uh, I think Tennessee can keep it within the number. And let's go to Minnesota against Philadelphia. Uh, Cubbies early today, says Gloria K. New York's in the house. How you doing there, Joey Weston? 
bad news giants money line likes the uh all right they, we're getting close to the end of the show so post your picks in the uh the bullpen let's see what you guys got don't forget go on to uh world series if you haven't made your picks for week number two go make your picks for the uh, world series of handicapping pro football contest and you know what if you didn't pick last week and you're you're late to the uh, the game you can still sign up you can win a uh, the the weekly prize which is a one-year membership right here at atsdots.com all right kirk cousin against uh, jalen hurts and the eagles and uh, the line minus two and a half and the uh, forecast 50.5 now i have a, a final score of 24 21 i do have the eagles winning at 63.6 percent and i got 40.5 which i like because you guys know me right on the percentage play anytime the underdog can have a 40 percent or higher win percentage that that's right up my alley right there and when you look at the uh, the starting quarterback kirk cousin against jalen hurts um you know jalen hurts up and coming good quarterback and when you end the zone read the thing is with minnesota I guarantee you all week the DC was just working on those zone reads, the RPOs, right? Run pass options where you know when the quarterback is handing off to the running back on a on a mesh and he's trying to like leading into an inside zone run and he looks at the defensive end. If the defensive end crashes, he'll pull and run. And if the defensive end sits and watches, then he'll give, right? That's what you call RPO. I bet you all week, the, uh, the especially on third down, if you watch this game on Monday night, I guarantee you, they, like my grandmother used to say, dollars to donuts, is that they're going to run a lot of RPOs on third and, and short, right? So you, I'm pretty sure Minnesota is going to be covering that this week in practice. But the Twins, uh, the Twins, the Vikings, eh? sorry they're uh, Minnesota fans, the, the Vikings, not too good in Philadelphia, the city of brotherly love. There is no love right there because they're only 2-8 and eight in their last 10 straight up and against the point spread and not a good record for the uh, the Vikings. But here's the big but. The thing that really concerns me, though, is that the Detroit Lions were able to put 35 points on the uh, on the uh, Eagles last week. So that's a concern. Minnesota, impressive win. New head coach, right? New head coach in Minnesota. You get Kevin O'Connell, who got his first uh, W, and I'm pretty sure the the team gave him a maybe a Gatorade shower in the in the uh, in the change room, but uh, good on them. And uh, looking at some of the stats on the uh, the game, let me see here. Uh, Minnesota on the road before a non-division game, seven and three against the point spread. I do like Mini here. I do like Minnesota plus two and a half. And uh, as Stone Cold would say, and that's the bottom line because Stone Cold said so. Minnesota has a healthy defense this year. Yeah, I agree. No, Minnesota's going to be a tough one, and it's Monday Night Football. Everybody's going to be watching it. Now, the thing I don't understand, though, they got two games on Monday night, you know, and it's not like two, you know, so-so teams. You got the Titans and Bills, and then you got the Minnesota and uh, Philadelphia. So uh, go figure with that, right? All right, uh, let's get to the uh, the fun facts. We're talking about practice. Not a game, not a game. We're talking about practice practice man i mean how silly is that yeah it's not silly at all if you do like uh, the fun facts you can get them each and every day right here at atsstats.com let's get to some of your fun facts here today and uh, you can get this this i'm taking the old 80 percent club i didn't like really the uh, the new ones but um we'll, you know they'll, they'll work themselves out uh, as the weeks go on but i love these ones right here anytime now again when i'm going through the fun facts these are just like um, stats and again i say it all the time trends are your friends they don't pay the rent i'm just giving you guys the just the facts man just the facts anytime the atlanta uh, falcons are on the road as an underdog versus a conference opponent after a conference game and they're coming off a loss against an nfc south opponent like the saints 
They are 9-7 and seven straight up, but 14-2 and two against the number. So if you do like Atlanta this week, well, keep in mind they're playing the Rams, and it could be your uncomfortable pick of the week. Speaking of uncomfortable, the Dallas Cowboys, a home team, versus a non-conference opponent after a non-division game coming off an ATS loss, 10-2 and two against the point spread. This one here I do like. The Seattle Seahawks as a road team after a non-conference game coming off an under, and they scored between 14 and 21 points for in the last game. 9-2 to the over, but 8-2-1 against the point spread. That's pretty good right there. The Colts, if you like Indianapolis this week against uh, Jacksonville, anytime they're a road favorite during the month of September, and they scored 20 points or more for last game, 10-1 straight up. 8-2-1 against the number, but I don't like that trend, so I'm not your friend. And <laughs> I'm going to go with the uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars, eh? Uh, I like the way that rhymed right there. All right, Miami taking on the, uh, let me see here, the, the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, if you like the Dolphins, this is an uncomfortable pick if you do like them because I'm on the Ravens. Anytime the Miami Dolphins are a 3.5 to 6.5 point road underdog on six days rest coming off an ATS win like they did against the Patriots. 7-4 and four straight up, but 8-2-1 against the point spread. That's why uh, I like Baltimore Moneyline. Buffalo Bills is a home favorite versus conference foe before a non-division game coming off a NFC conference opponent. 16-4 and four straight up and 15-5 and five against the number. And when the New Orleans Saints are a home team during the month of September coming off a road win. 2-8 to the under, 8-2 straight up, and 7-3 against the point spread. I'm back. What's the pearls, baby? Says Gloria K. Hey, Gloria K. Give him the pearls, baby. Put that coffee down. down. I love that uh, sound bite. Hey, because money never sleeps, pal. Money never sleeps, pal. Just made 800000 Hong Kong gold. Made 800000 on Hong Kong gold. All right. All right. College football. If you guys want the stats and trends for college football, I got the computer predictions right here. I got 50 college football trends if you want to see them. All you got to do is go to atsstats.com. Hey, this is how I get you guys come to the website, right? Throw, throw a hey, carrot, on the, carrot on the string right here. Hopefully, you guys come over to the website and check out uh, college football stats and trends. I have five college football predictions for week number three in college football. And uh, as they as they say in show business, that's a wrap, my friends. And uh, teach, win, repeat. How do you like that, eh, Glory K? Teach, win, repeat. And uh, that's the motto of the show. All right. Uh, wow, what a show. What a show. We just did uh, an hour and 20 minutes of, uh, of uh, talking NFL football. And hopefully you guys enjoyed that. Hopefully you guys uh, will hit the like button uh, throughout the weekend. And you know what? I know it's a long show. And it's, you, know, you do a show at 1030 in the morning. You know, most people you know, are probably working. Or if you're a shift worker, you're able to uh, get off more. They're a student or wherever. You know, if you're lucky, you, you can get off at 1030. Then uh, God bless you. And thank you for watching the show. And uh, thank you for uh, always being there, watching the show, supporting the show. And I appreciate you guys and if you missed the show and you want to watch it on your own time uh, that's the one thing i love about uh, youtube you can watch it later on save it watch it during the weekend you know the sunday is the nfl so hopefully uh the nfl um information i gave you guys uh helps out for you but uh yeah so those are my uh picks and predictions this weekend in the national football league hey nfl um, film that's awesome all right guys have yourself a great rest of your uh friendly friday and again if you want the uh, the premium picks here at ats stats go to p uh, picks go to ron raymond's picks or ross benjamin picks we have our top picks or if you um if you're a member of the website it's four dollars 99 cents for the week and you get your members pick go to 
picks, members picks, and you will get the uh, uh, my members. I think I got two picks right now up in the members area. All right, I'm running out of uh, voice right now, and I want to thank each and every one of you guys for showing up each and every day. And again, hit that like button, and we'll see you back here on a cash out um, cash out Monday. All right, Harry Carey, uh, how about you get us out of here? Hello again, everybody. Harry Carey from Rigby Field on a beautiful day for baseball. To be the man, you've got to beat the man. Joe, own the Chiefs. Owns. 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 I don't know. Struggling. Can we have fun? You're damn right. I demand that we have fun. Put that coffee down. Coffee's for closers only. Great cash, homie. Holy cow. It's a dog-eat-dog world, Sammy, and I'm wearing milk-bone underwear. What the hell's going on out here? Woo! If you smile, but the rock is cooking. That's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Let's go to eat a goddamn snack. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were, and we let them off the hook. want to crown them then crown their ass but they are who we thought they were and we let them off the hook